The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7 episode 645 today. It's our weekly update on Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Punch it, Chewie. Feel a disturbance in the Force? It's Star Wars 7x7, your daily seven-minute podcast. With your host, Alan Voivod. Destiny Unleashed. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and yeah, you think a Rogue One update today, like two days after the trailer drops? <laughs> well, yeah, actually, it, it does kind of make sense because, of course, there's a ton of information that comes out after a trailer drops and, you know, things that give deeper explanations and detailed analyses and all that fun stuff. And we've got links to some of it at the blog post for the show's episode at SW7x7.com. Not the whole world of stuff that's come out, obviously, but just some of the really cool stuff that we think you will want to check out. First, we want to tell you about the images. And the nice folks at Lucasfilm were kind enough to post a dozen high-quality images taken from the trailer for Rogue One on their website in one of their photo galleries. And yeah, I'm not complaining. 12 images is nice, but it's really kind of hard to compare that to the 850 images that Jedi News UK posted. Yes, they actually took screenshots of every single frame of the trailer and posted them all in one big photo album. And we will have both the official gallery and the giant frame-by-frame gallery linked at the blog post for the show's episode. Now, a couple of things from the trailer that you might not have known or you might have guessed at or that we've even guessed at and has now been confirmed or, you know, that sort of little additional information. Let's start with the spelling of Felicity Jones's character's name. It's J-Y-N for Jin Erso, E-R-S-O. And already the comparisons are starting and people are <laughs> unleashing rumors about whether she could be Ray's mother. And I got to say, Brainstormer Lonnie said to me just yesterday after I showed her the trailer, why is it that they keep getting the same looking woman for all of these roles? And she's got a point. I mean, if you put the you know late 70s, early 80s Carrie Fisher next to a picture of the you know mid-2000s uh, Natalie Portman, yeah, granted, she's supposed to look like Carrie Fisher in a way because it's mom and daughter and all that. And you put pictures of them next to Daisy Ridley and next to Felicity Jones, yeah, it is kind of a an interesting thing. You've got, you know, a, uh, you know, brunette female you know, action hero it seems like it's uh, beginning to be a thing in a way so yeah break up the blondes and the redheads <laughs> it's time all right uh let's see what else i can tell you uh the character who played mon mothma it is in fact genevieve o'reilly there had been uh, questions about whether it was in fact her she was the person who played mon mothma in revenge of the sith sith excuse me even though her scene got cut from the final movie but she is back and playing the role that she was destined to play it seems mon mothma for real this time and definitely not going to get cut out of the picture i would say Another bit of information has to do with the city that you see in the background when we're in that sort of Moss Eisley-ish looking like area. And Entertainment Weekly pointed out that there is a 
a church, a former Greek Orthodox church, which then became a mosque and is now a museum in Istanbul, Turkey. The Hagia Sophia, I'm pretty sure I'm pronouncing Sophia right, but the Hagia, H-A-G-I-A, not so sure about. Anyway, that that is a location you can actually see kind of in the background in the scene where Donnie Yen is about to lay waste to some stormtroopers. So I didn't know that they were filming in Turkey. That's kind of an interesting thing. That was never one of the locations I ever saw in the, in the list of locations for shooting Rogue One. So good on them for keeping that really quiet. That, of course, assumes that they were actually filming in Turkey and not necessarily compositing things via CGI effects or anything like that. And speaking of filming locations, Star Wars Newsnet posted a tweet from someone who's claiming and posting photos comparing about Rogue One and possible filming in the Canary Wharf tube station, so the subway station in Cannery Wharf that is actually going to be right nearby the location for Star Wars Celebration Europe. So I'll be able to go check that out personally and see if that's the case, or at least if it is, then say, hey, we're broadcasting right from a place where Rogue One was filmed, which is a pretty awesome thing to do. All right, a couple more things to share with you before we get out of here. First of all, and I haven't been able to track this down to the source place. Maybe it was on StarWars.com and I just missed it. But a couple of websites have posted the teaser poster for Rogue One. And it has just the logo, Rogue One, a Star Wars story on it. And just plain black, no Starfield, no nothing. And the text across the top says, A Rebellion Built on Hope, which is really a an interesting choice and a very powerful statement and hope seems to be coming up as a very strong theme among the Star Wars movies and I think the first person to really kind of flag it for me more than anyone else was Amy Ratcliffe who is part of the Full of Sith podcast and does a whole bunch of other awesome fandom things and yeah of course with the phrase a new hope you know you realize that hope is part of the equation basically but you don't necessarily think of it in terms of a theme that runs through all of the movies and amy was probably the first one that really called it to my attention and it does seem like they are building on it consciously now with stuff like this and regarding ben mendelson's character ben of course is the guy you saw in the white uniform and the wicked cool cape <laughs> striding around manfully and there had been rumors flying around about whether he was a reimagined grand admiral thrawn from the expanded universe or if he was grand moff tarkin for example and we put those ideas to bed yesterday excuse me thursday <laughs> time flies when you're having fun and we actually did the research on his imperial insignia and it looks like he is an admiral or a general, depending on whether he's in the Navy or the Army, by comparison. And we tweeted that information out, and Matt Martin with Lucasfilm actually put a like on the tweet. So I'm guessing that is as good as confirmation for our theorizing on it. But we didn't necessarily say who we thought he was. Matt did say that you will like this villain. So, you know, we don't yet know very much more. But the Entertainment Weekly story suggests that he could be a Grand Admiral and says specifically that he has an Admiral's insignia, but that the white uniform indicates that he is a step higher up the chain. Now, that would be comparative news to me, and certainly Grand Admiral Thrawn wore a white uniform. So, I don't know, could be a you know an Admiral that's a step up, or maybe it's just that he likes the white uniform and the <laughs> tricked-out cape. So I guess we will have to keep an eye on things, which we will in the weeks and months to come for more information. 
Hey Rebel Rouser, you're listening to this podcast, maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story too. Luckily we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you gotta do is go to audibletrial.com slash SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles, anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com slash SW7X7. All right, I got a trivia question here for you. I've been waiting for this day for a long time. Last time we asked you what Kylo Ren was doing when Han Solo first saw him on Takadana and Kylo was carrying the unconscious body of Rey to his command ship. Today's question, which arm of C-3PO's is the red one? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you fall in love with a queen in disguise, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if the show's been worth your time, please support us at Patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a deep space angel, it's destiny unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7 We hope you love it.